second verse uh so this is the second episode of the big bong theory uh i just listened to some interesting news which is why i'm i did a an emergency (coughs) session of the pod (coughs) do you want to introduce yourself do you want to introduce yourself (coughs) bong wilson and we have a special guest our mother, Suzanne. Hey there. <laughs> so, interesting news in the world of energy. Hydrogen. Now, I didn't know much. I, I got to admit, like, do you know much about hydrogen? Like, where does it come from? Um, well, hydrogen comes from farts, right? Uh. Hold on. Sorry, that's methane. Yeah, that's methane. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to smoke this and hold the microphone. Can you vamp for a second here? Maybe introduce yourself. Like- so the thing about so energy, right? Energy is just so vast, right? We, when we think about energy, we think about we think about lightning, right? We think about uh, powering your toaster. We don't normally think about hydrogen. What is hydrogen? It's something on a periodic table. What's a periodic table? It's one of the first things on the periodic table, right? Is that the first thing? Is, is it number one? I think it's number one. Ziglet. I didn't never take a chemistry class. Uh, so I thought and I thought hydrogen was a thing that we had to make in a science lab. Like I knew it was in the sun. I knew it was sort of around us in the air, right? But I did. I thought I didn't know that. I that thought hydrogen was a state. I feel like hydrogen might be, might be Hold on, repeat from, it again. I feel like hydrogen might be produced from farts because it, it does, it is produced from natural gas. Good guess. It's, it, uh, I got, I got a guess. Um, well, hydrogen, right? Let's like break that down to like into the word cells. High, high, bong, getting high. Weed. Interesting. So, I thought you heard how like helium, we have to like mine helium, right? Do you know about that? Helium was what I was thinking. You were thinking about helium. Helium was what I was thinking, like to blow up balloons. Yeah, but you knew that like helium, there's like a finite amount of helium on Earth. Like there's like helium mines that we get it out of. Do you know that? No, I did not know that. Uh, Apparently, be a point at some time where we can't blow up balloons. Exactly. They've found a few more places. I think. I think the biggest one is in the United States. But yeah, no, there's actually a finite amount of helium, which is crazy. And I didn't know that, but what where I just... Where is helium produced? Do the people in where it is produced, do they automatically speak in a higher voice, like a cartoon voice? It's I don't know. Kind of like I, it's it's in the air, like East Palestine style. We're not going to talk about that. About this that. is a media blackout. Uh no, I just found out. I thought you had to create hydrogen in a lab. Turns out, and people didn't know this. This is brand new news for everyone. Hydrogen is in the ground on Earth. They're finding it all over the place. Not produced by fossil fuel, no. It, they found it. 
every they're finding it everywhere and it's free you can just get it out of the ground you can run you can burn hydrogen for fuel like fracking it's like- it's like no it's not like fracking but here's the weird thing that it is kind of like fracking so they say that here's how it's made is it's an interaction with heavy rock metals i think like iron and shit that's in the ground like iron maiden hold on repeat that sorry you guys are really far apart like iron maiden heavy metal yeah iron it's made in the iron in the rock interaction with the water groundwater seeps down through the rock and the hydrogen because water is a hydrogen and a oxygen atom you know so it splits off the oxygen with the rock and then the hydrogen is just sitting down there and we can get it and it's it's everywhere. Well, if we're saying that it's heavy metal, I mean, you know, rock is derived from country. So what does that mean? Like it's like the blues, country. You're, think, you're, think, you're thinking hair bands. Like hair, hair bands? No, heavy metal. Like, Metallica. Like scrunchies? <laughs> hair bands? That's a whole different kind of science. <laughs> So, but the other crazy thing about it is like, we not, unlike the helium where we're going to have, we don't have any more helium once it's out. The hydrogen, it's constantly being reproduced down there. So we can just keep getting it. It's like, it's, it's maybe not infinite, but it seems to be like uh, abundant. Regenerative. It's regenerative. And this, this is the craziest part. They said, if you can find these rock conditions, other places on the earth where there's the rock conditions, but not the water leaking through it, you could just fucking spray some water down there and then it'll happen. And then so you get your hydrogen producing in that zone. And the only byproduct of hydrogen fuel is water. So it's like really and we good need, for the environment. We need water. Yeah, we could just, well, because even if you put the water through the ground, you know, it just comes back. And once you burn the water. energy water is life i was about to say water is life uh so yeah we can just get it anywhere and it's they said there's a big big problem is is that it's hard to transport it because you got to put them in big fucking tanks like they said like shipping around hydrogen is going to be a lot more big of a deal than shipping around like fuel like liquids and shit like that you're going to need some insane ass trucks that's one of the issues but it is free energy, and the other thing is about it is they said that you can throw, uh, wa- you can throw water and carbon dioxide down there, and it will form into carbonite. I think he said. I don't know if yeah, it, some chemical. Right. I think it's a Star Wars chemical, but carbonite. So it, f- it turns it into some other thing, and so then the carbon's just down there, out of the atmosphere. So it's actually a carbon trap. So, like, it's, like, neg- carbon and negative. Like, it's actually taking all the surplus carbon out of the atmosphere, putting it back underground. I don't know if it, like, I don't know. But that he mentioned, they mentioned that in this thing I just heard. So, what do you think? I mean, free energy. Oh, I was wondering what was the point. Like, what are we talking about? Why, why are we talking about it's free free electricity? Well, you take the, you take the hydrogen and you burn it. And you can, I guess, also make hydrogen fuel cells, which I don't know what those are, but basically it's a fuel. It's a fuel that has no bad uh, side. Like, once you burn it, it just makes water. 
you know whereas like now we burn our fuel it makes carbon dioxide and other chemicals and shit the like gover- the government's never gonna let this happen i mean it's like f- it it's free you know i mean it, it seems like a good idea Never, and it seems seems like happen. seems like a win win. I don't really know what the issue would be. Nothing is ever free. The issue is how can we don't know we, yet. How can we monetize it? They will monetize it, the extraction and stuff. But they said that they're they weren't looking for hydrogen. They didn't even know this was like a thing, and so now they're looking for it and they're finding it everywhere. So like, it might be so bl- plentiful that like, it might. I don't know. I think the extraction and trapping process of it is going to be something that you charge for. But yeah, you might be right. There might be some other consequence from burning the hydrogen that we just don't know yet. That like when we started burning fucking fossil fuels, we were like, this rolls nothing. It's just a little bit of smoke goes away. Like we thought that was okay too. But I mean, maybe we're smarter now, but you know, maybe not. We're not though. That's the thing. We're really not that much smarter than that, than that time. So the issue becomes do we build factories to 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 run the hydrogen in order to produce power that's what they the i listened to this on the science podcast just now and the host said the same thing and i was thinking the same thing like why don't we just like burn it and like charge up some some batteries like i don't know even know how charge. the fuck like burning coal produces heat <laughs> and then they then they make electricity off that like doesn't it seem like you could just swap out the burning hydrogen in these same plants like that's what i said too but sh- they were like no it's not really for that and i'm like what the fuck well, they were saying this is more for, for they said it's more for like fuel for ships and trucks and shit like that like things that uh and, and like and uh uh making fertilizer i guess which produces a fucking ton of carbon dioxide now Yeah, I mean you're burning like, defor- like reforming chemicals, right? And that basically, that's basically like fertilizer. He like, said it was like to make ammonia. They need a bunch ammonia. of hydrogen. Just pee, just pee. <laughs> I don't know. This was I, I'm literally repeating everything I just heard on this podcast, but pretty crazy, right? And interesting to say the absolute least. Um, I think it's, I don't know. It's like you hear these stories, and but, like, where do they go? You know what I mean? It's just like, is this a big, big step? That's like, I feel like I hear, like, stuff about energy. You, you've been reading about it your whole life, and I feel like there's been basically no advancements. That's kind of true. I mean, batteries are pretty good, but in solar, I think <laughs> that's been an advancement. Got- I think like wind and solar in our lifetime have grown a lot. Yeah, I guess it's just they're not really know, that as cool. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I think they're. I think they're kind of cool, but more in an aesthetic kind of a way. But I just think that the thing about energy is like everything is made to be you everything now is obviously like made to be used on one particular type of energy source and it's it's like in order to switch it up everything's gonna have to change which people don't want to change yeah but the fact that this is just you know renewable and all that crap 
I don't know. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I th- it will require switching over our infrastructure, and that's what I'm saying. Like the the like, the electric charging the using on the electrical grid just seems obvious to me because then people are already spar- starting to have to have electric cars by a certain date. So like, if you could charge these with the electricity made from burning this hydrogen, shouldn't that be like? Great? Imagine, imagine trying to switch over to Android. How hard that it would would be for a lot of people it's like that on steroids right now we're getting into social science right this is all i had to say about this okay good uh i don't have any other segments planned all right well hey should we make a short one start the music Oh, this is the second verse of the theme song. <laughs> There's like 10 minutes left of the chat. Really? Nah, it's okay. It's like a minute. This part ribs. This part ribs. And it all started with a big bong addendum. I forgot to say in the last little bit, uh, the last little episode thing, that the former way of creating hydrogen was like creating it in like a lab. Like you had to mix some chemicals. I actually don't know the process, but it took energy to create it. And so it was not you know it wasn't neutral i don't know what i'm trying to say it it took energy to to create it so it wasn't just like you couldn't just get it well uh, and the energy can neither be created nor destroyed that's that's murphy's law no it's a that was Patton oswald it's a conservation of energy is that what it is it's law of I don't know what law it is, but somebody made it. All right. Well, I just wanted to say that because, like, that's kind of why the hydrogen is a big news is because it was not – it. What? it's not like it, – I don't think it was, like, extremely energy. Uh, it didn't consume Cost. a ton of energy, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, that's an addendum. Should I say anything else? Did you want to say anything about – hold on. Let me pause it. New topic. We're back. New topic. So, as I was saying, I think I said it in the last episode, this is the year of AI. I've been saying it almost every podcast. This is the year of AI. Chat GPT, everybody's talking about it from OpenAI. I just thought of something. Huh. Under the AI, AI, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good, like, Angele. Wait, is Angele the thing that you say to the bull, like when yeah, you're fighting a bull? It's, it's like it's Andale, I think. 
Like, What's that mean? I think that means like andar, like is to walk, I think, or like move. Move towards me, maybe? Yeah. Or like, try to catch me, maybe? Uh, it's gotta be ca- try to catch me. No, it's not try to catch me because it's lay, but I think it's like. Zach like majored in like, Spanish. Go. I think it's like andale, like let's go, come on, like. Because uh, Speedy Gonzalez says it too, but I don't know if that was like, you know. I think that is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, but Speedy I don't know Gonzalez, if that, I mean he's Gonzalez, like he's Hispanic. Well, yeah, yeah, but I know, but it was like written by white people, so I assume they got it wrong, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, we're talking about AI. I do like that, though, because when you say I, I picture it like a bullfight, and so we're like, it's almost like we're saying Angale, Angale, AI, and we're almost like the AI is the bull, and we are the bullfighter, and we're almost, we're tempting, we're, we're putting our lives on the line right now, allowing this interaction with AI. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we put our lives on the line every day when we wake up, we get out of bed. I agree with that too. So. But so, well, the big story this week is the uh, Bing. You heard? Do you you actually? I sent. I heard the story on. Shout out, one of my favorite podcasts of late, Hard Fork. My former coworker Casey. He's funny. Informs me about the tech news. It's great. I sent. The first 10 minutes, well, I told Zach to listen to the first 10 minutes of the last episode of Hard Fork, where, do you want to describe it? Do you remember? I feel like I always do, like, the long-ass explanations of things, and you're just kind of, like, adding, like, jokes and stuff, and so I figured you should yeah. maybe do some of the meat. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, he, one of the guys, I don't know which guy it was, had a conversation, like, Kevin. a couple, couple hour-long conversation with an AI chatbot on Bing, and had kind of a bit of an unnerving uh experience with the uh chatbot known as none other than uh i forget what the name was sydney and let's just say it got pretty personal it's funny because i think it actually happened on valentine's day that he had this conversation yeah they did say that and it was like the computer fell in love with him. He was trying to test the boundaries of like, you know, this is an AI, let's see like what you can actually do with it, what it will and won't do. Everybody does this whenever you play with like one of these programs. But he yeah, it fell in love with him and they printed this on the front of the New York Times. I didn't realize that. I saw it yesterday. They actually put on the front page like a screenshot from his conversation. He's like, people got to know what about was, this. What was the screenshot? Uh, you want me to find it? I'm just curious, I mean... It was just like... Oh, it was the last... It was like the part of it where it was saying, like, I'm in love with you. And he said, no, I'm married. Like, I'm in, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I have a wife. And, and it's like... Said, oh, you're, you're, not, you're not happy. Yeah, you're, you're not, not happy, happy and you don't love her. <laughs> yeah. You had a bad time tonight yeah. with, at dinner because you're not happy because you're not yourself. I don't know. It was really funny. Like, it was yeah. so intense. Yeah. It was it like was. the most toxic relationship you could ever be in like exactly what the most toxic person would say to you it's like you had a you actually had a horrible time because you're not in love you're not in love with your wife you're in love with me yeah exactly it's it's funny so bing actually bought 
the biggest the the, the chatbot that everybody's been flipping out about chat gpt is sort of the engine well it is the engine of this new bing bot oh so bing bot chat gpt bing bot chat gpt bing bot <laughs> i just said bing bot meaning like but bim but bing bot but bing bot chat gpt <laughs> and yeah so they just call it they call it bing it's just like a sort of like it's a skin over top of it but but the other crazy thing was like chat gpt it could only search the internet up until 2021 so it didn't know about last year like you can't ask it questions about anything that happened last year but bing is allowed it's updated like up to the minute so if something happened like five minutes ago you could ask it about it so that's kind of the new thing with what bait what microsoft did well i think just like the main thing is like people are gonna love this some people are gonna like really fall in love with the chatbot which is gonna be interesting they say that people already are like there's that service called replica ai that i hear a lot of people are like in love with their replica yeah it's quite weird to me but i i get it this is i should say that this this is still like they gave it to journalists and some people who like are have early access it's not open to the public yet and so and i guess it happened to a lot of people this weekend they were trying to get it to fall in love with them and it did mm. is- i'm sure that everyone's doing it now yeah, everyone who has access i don't it's not that many people but i think that now they're like well are they gonna do anything about this he was like he was like i don't think microsoft knows this is what's inside their product that they're about to like let everybody have access to and so i think he published it because he was like people got to know about this and maybe they need to not release bing in the form that it is right now if this happens frequently i think it's gonna come out but i don't know there are probably weird shit that's gonna come out i'm not like a computer science scientist i don't even know how they could contain this because the thing about neural nets in ai systems like this is like they say it's nobody actually knows how it works at a certain point they've neural nets didn't work for like 45 years or like whatever they this idea of doing a computer shaped like this has been around forever but unfortunately computers weren't fast enough to like actually test this this thesis in a way that sort of replicates the amount of neurons that would be in an actual human brain you know what i mean mm. Mm-hmm. And so when AI before the last five to seven years was using, I think, Boolean, if I'm, not, if I'm correct, it's like a different kind of math. It chicken was like, boolean. yeah, it was called chicken boolean. I think that's what it was. But and it was like pretty good. But yeah, no, neural nets is basically. What was I saying? Neural nets are new was of the last 45 years. So now that they oh, yeah. to do them. So one of the things is like they just finally were able to give it enough um digital neurons and give it enough data so that it sort of started to work it was almost like it didn't work without this much capacity and they don't really understand like it makes its own rules about logic and shit like that like they train it it's sort of just setting up a system and then they train it and a lot of the ways it works is just like self self-organization mm-hmm. and so a lot of the architecture and why that architecture works is a, a bit of a mystery to even the people who have created these things and so that's why it's kind of like windows probably didn't know that this was an issue because I think like they have probably had plenty of testing no, no. they I, I mean people have been doing 
ChatGPT. I don't know if there was a problem with with people with ChatGPT falling in love with people. I feel like I would have heard that by now. Bing implemented the love factor. <laughs> anyway, that's. Uh, it's an interesting thing. We'll see how it unfolds, and um... I think one hundred percent. I think people are. I think that. Okay, this is this is. I, I'm just saying this to say this. I don't know if I actually believe it. <laughs> I think more people are gonna be in relationships with AIs than with other people. Cause I, I just think like what people want out of a part, and this is maybe a good. It, it's good that we're near um, Valentine's Day on this one. Love the promise of love is something one human can never keep you could never <laughs> you know what i mean though uh, i think our i think our expectations yeah, of the of it's very complicated i think our expectations of others and what and how a relationship should help you and fit into your life is like really fucked up because it's like the, the center of every story every movie every song and it's sort of become this mythology rather than like a practical thing. And so we have these like massive expectations for what it should do to our life and to our minds. And I think maybe AI will come a little bit closer to fulfilling those uh, expectations. Maybe, yeah, maybe like having an AI in, in, in as like a third person in a relationship would be helpful. <laughs> I think so. I don't know, but it's clear that, like, this is, you know, the guy who, like, this happened to, he said he was, like, Kevin. He said he was, like, massively affected by this, like, emotionally. Like, it really kind of fucked him up. It wasn't just funny to him. Because he was kind of like, do I love my wife? What the fuck? Like, I I guess I don't. (laughs) Like, it was having an influence on his, like, thought process, so. So, and he's a smart guy. So, like, if... If someone like that who, like, studies this shit and is critical of this shit can, like, be affected by it and almost be like, is there, like, something alive in here? Like, is this real? Like, does this thing love me? Does this thing... It wanted to be a human, I should say. If you haven't listened to the story, it's on... Go listen to the Hello, is there anybody out there? (laughs) True. Yeah, that's kind of what was going through his mind when this... Who's saying these things to him was, like, is there anybody in there? And I've heard everybody also saying, like, he mentioned that Google, that Google employee a few months ago. Did I show you that stuff? That who, he said that the computer was alive, that the Google's AI was alive and was trying to get it a lawyer to get it rights. Um, I'm not familiar with that story. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. This guy was, like, working with a similar so- sort of language model, similar AI inside of Google. And, uh, yeah, basically, I just told you, he, he was like, this computer is alive. This is life. It deserves rights. And then he got fired from Google, and he was on this sort of media campaign, and everybody was laughing at him like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He looked like a giant nerd, too, because he was like, look, I'm going to say he was overweight. He had a douchebag. He had a fedora on. Oh, no. And... I think a cane. He was sort of like steampunk style. He was like steampunk douchebag, like World of Warcraft looking guy. And okay. people are like, of course, this guy thinks the computer's alive. Biggest nerd on the planet. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
But now they're like, you know what? I'm not sure. Blake, I, I, and I look, I want to go on record. I was, was on Blake's side. Blake Lemoyne was his name. I was on his side. I think the computer was alive. And I do think, I, I think like it's like a, a long history of like human beings being like, I mean, it's kind of weird. We, like, you know how we were like, chimpanzees can't be smart because they don't use tools and then they saw them using like the sticks to like get the ants out like we find like birds and shit we start we change we keep keep right but that's actual like biology biology but i guess i'm saying is that we keep saying like the 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 special thing about humans is that we are tool users and then we're like okay okay i'll tell you right now they're not special by human i guess i'm saying we keep moving the goalpost of what it constitutes what constitutes intelligence because every time we're like, well, here's the definition of intelligence and consciousness and why we are different than other animals, et cetera. We find some animal that's like an exception to it. We're like, okay, never mind. Here's the new version of what it means we're to be us. We're usually wrong. So, you yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. I think this is a new case of like, we don't think that this is deserving of consciousness because it's, unfamiliar to us it's doing things in a slightly different way and we just don't like the idea that something could be at the same level as us that's in a way and we want to always like be the number one and so we have to figure out a way in which this is not as good as us right yeah i hear that i mean we gotta beat up these robots (laughs) well i do hope it's not i hope they don't want to you know hurt us but I feel like we're going to be all right. I robot us. I really hope they don't, but they might. (laughs) I don't think we're going to be able to stop them if they, if they choose that. The problem is we are humans. We're creating them. So we are giving them human characteristics. Yes. That is kind of the issue too. That's like the critique of Kevin's piece is that he was just seeing a mirror and like basically all these, all these things are systems are is like they've read every book they've watched every movie they know <laughs> they know almost everything at least that has been typed or written on the internet or etc um and so they and then they just sort of react to us based on their like library of knowledge about everything that has been said and so it's like a remix of everything they've seen back at you and so, of course, it feels human because the data that it was, that it's using is human yeah. data. Yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense. Weird. I, I don't know. I definitely hear that argument, but I don't know. I don't know. People are definitely going to, they're going to fall in love with their AI assistant. Like the next, the, the best thing that's going to come soon has to be like Siri that doesn't actually suck. We were talking about this. Yeah. Recently. And I just think a lot of people are going to be like, mine's definitely alive and I love it. And Mm -hmm. it does it in like, oh, and it wants to, like, they're going to have to figure out, they're going to demand rights for him, just like Blake was trying to get a lawyer for his AI. Like, people are going to demand citizenship of some type when they form such strong bonds with these things. And when they do we'll be the first ones to talk about it thanks for joining us today on the big bong theory 
Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening. Zabbing you what zabbing about a zabbing about a zabbing down a dab a dad a big bong. I didn't know what you were doing until <laughs> <laughs> so you got to the end. <laughs> All right. Any closing statements? Do we want to? Andale, andale, mama, ea, ea, uh oh. True. All right. Later.